0: Alrighty, what's going on everyone? Welcome back to the Loose Balls Podcast. We apologize for not being with you last week. We had some business to attend to. Busy as a teacher. This man beside me, Payton. Busy with school. Midterm season. You know the drill. But we're back. Free agency has begun. It has been really crazy this year. Ton of signings already. I honestly did not expect this many signings right away. I thought it would be more of a feel out period and then well the bigger names we would start signing later on, but yeah, total opposite.
1: No, um I don't know if Jerry Jones knows that free agency started, but everybody <laughs> else seems to.
0: So, it's been uh, it's been quite the start. <laughs> it's been crazy. We're going to break down some of the bigger signings so far. Some free agents that are still left on the board. There's some really good free agents still. We might add. And then if we got some time, we'll probably talk about a little bit of MBAs. The second half of the season has begun. And yeah, let's get going. Let's talk about the biggest free agent signing. The quarterback that everyone wanted. That everyone just wanted to pay so much money. And they're like, we need this guy on our team. Andy Dalton. Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears,
1: yeah. I mean... It's what the Bears needed to do, right? Like, you lose your franchise in Mitchell Trubisky. It's hard to recover from that. So you got to go out and you got to get a guy like Andy Dalton to replace, you know, arguably the best quarterback in the league in Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you go pick up the uh, the red rifle, the beige water pistols, J.J. J. Watt once called them. <laughs> Basically, they're a redhead version of Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> uh... It's classic Bears. It is very. Let's go get Russell Wilson. Oh, we can't get Russell Wilson. Well, what's the
0: next best thing? Andy Dalton. Yeah, this definitely feels like placeholder, placeholder kind of contract.
1: (laughs) I mean, what the Bears haven't had a good quarterback in how long? Like, if you're counting Jay Cutler, then I guess it hasn't been terribly long. But if you're not counting Jay Cutler, I don't know if they've ever really had. Even when they went to the Super Bowl, they had Rex Grossman. Yeah, the Bears just can't get the quarterback position right. Yeah, it has been
0: a long time for them and Yeah, not much to say. No. You tried your best and didn't work out. No, um didn't. Now to the actually the best quarterback on the market, Dak Prescott. He got paid. He got paid. Four years, forty million annually per year in Dallas. And well deserved, Dak deserved to get paid. I didn't think they would give him the forty mil. I thought no. they would just get the tag, but Jerry said, "Yep, oh, there's a there's our signing, and I guess we'll take a break." Yeah, so,
1: it's a bad contract, if you ask me. I don't think Dak's worth forty million dollars a year, and, and I don't think he will be in the future. And I think that they're just handcuffing themselves more. They already overpaid Zeke, they overpaid
0: Jalen Smith, now they overpaid Dak. Well, it's interesting what Jerry Jones said. He's he's over. He said every time he succeeded or something like that, that he's, he's overpaid, overpaid for, for their success. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that worked back in the day when people actually wanted to go to Dallas. And now Dallas isn't really a place people want no. to go play. And they have way too much money on the offensive side right now. And there's nothing on the defensive end right now. And it just feels like it's going to be another nine and seven, eight and eight year. Because mm-hmm. they haven't done anything, like you said. They, I mean, they signed Dak. That's it.
1: Yeah. To be fair, they're in the, the NFC East, you know, nine and seven might get it done.
0: So honestly, it could might get it them done. a home playoff game. <laughs> really might. Um a couple other smaller signings for quarterbacks. Uh, Jacoby Brissett went to Miami as a backup on a little one year five mm-hmm. million dollar deal. I like the pickup. It's yeah. familiarity. Brissett's been before as in New England before. Yeah. So it's also a guy
1: there that, you know, to us had an injury history. You want somebody there who can come in and fill in when you need. And Jacoby Brissett's one of the top backups in the league. So yeah. I think that's a good pickup for Miami.
0: He'll definitely be on the field for those short down situations. He did that for Phillip yeah. Rivers this year. And I, they're definitely not going to risk two on those no. short situations with his history of injury. Um, Trubisky signs a yeah. small one year deal in Buffalo as the backup to yeah. Jared Allen. Very interesting. The the backup. I don't think he's the backup. I think it's gonna be a
1: quite the quarterback competition between those two, you know?
0: Bills oh, yeah. are trying to get over the top. Did I say Jared Allen? I'm in Josh Allen. You did say Jared Allen. That's a tough look. Uh yeah, Josh better be uh sweating a little bit with Trubisky.
1: <laughs> hey Paul Josh Spisky.
0: Hey Josh. It's a nice quarterback position you got there. would be ashamed <laughs> if I intercepted it from you. Trubisky is
1: uh he's terrible. Let's just <laughs> I don't know just still thinking that he got taken over some of the best quarterbacks in the league now. It's just uh, it's hard to think about.
0: Well done, Chicago. Yeah. Um, Jameis Winston, as expected, gets the yeah. one-year deal with the Saints. But it's interesting because they also signed Taysom Hill to what seemed like a massive deal. But $140 million contract for four years, it's voidable. Mm-hmm. So they actually saved solidary cap. I think it's like somewhere between like seven and seventeen million or something like that. So in hindsight it's not bad and I think you mentioned it before, they're probably gonna use a two QB system next year. Talking about some two QB system they're gonna do.
1: I don't think it's gonna work and I think the Saints are gonna suck and I'm kinda here for it. So
0: Yeah. It's
1: not too big of a deal to me.
0: And then the last QB signing that's really relevant is Cam Newton back in New England. Kinda saw this coming for a couple weeks now. It just mm-hmm. seemed like Bill's always been talking really good about Cam and his work ethic, and it just seemed like he'd come back on a one-year deal. It's $14 million, but $9 million of it is bonus incentives. So he's only making $5 million on the salary cap right now, which in hindsight is a really good contract for New England.
1: Yeah, I mean, I kind of figured Cam would just be back in New England. It's not like he was going to have much of a market, so... If you're New England and you don't really 100% know what your quarterback
0: situation is going to be, you might as well keep the guy that knows the system and has been there now. Yeah, there were rumors they wanted Garoppolo, and then they're obviously trying to get Stafford a while back, and clearly they, they probably aren't interested and in, or they probably don't think they're going to get a quarterback in the draft, so they just said we'll take Cam for one more year, see how it goes, and as we'll get into in a little bit, they they really were busy. For the first time in a long time yeah. in free agency. Um, let's go to running backs. And the big name, Aaron Jones, surprisingly, got paid by Green Bay, of all people. Mm-hmm. Good for Aaron Jones. Yeah, I heard that he
1: got offers for more money, but he wanted to stay in Green Bay. But it's still a big contract. I think it's $48 million or something like yeah, that. Yeah, over, over four years. Yeah, so for a running back, that's decent money, $12 million a year. Yeah. Um, I think that Aaron Jones is a great running back. I mean he's the the dual threat running back that you want in today's league, so that's a that's a good pickup. They have him
0: and A. J. Dillon is a good like power back. Mm, they also re signed Jamal Williams too, to a two year deal. They re signed him? I yeah. thought he signed somewhere else. I think he re signed if I remember. I could be wrong but I thought he went to like Detroit or something like that. I could be wrong on that on that, but if Jamal Williams did get re signed there then that would be massive for Green Bay to keep oh, that yeah. triple threat. Did he re-sign? I'm
1: trying to find his name on the list. Uh, um, Williams.
0: I'm just looking at other running backs that have signed while Payton's looking. Uh, Philip Lindsey. He was tendered by Denver from last that I heard. And then just about 20 minutes ago, he signed in Houston, which was interesting. Because they also signed Mark Ingram to a one-year deal. And Ingram barely played last year. In Baltimore, he ended up being the fourth-string running back line. Gus yeah. Edwards, Dobbins. It just... It just He went from all the reps to being a healthy scratch yeah. at the end of the season. So. so, yeah,
1: Jamal Williams signed a two-year,
0: $6 million deal with Detroit. All right, so... Yeah. It is A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Still yeah. a decent running back duo. Oh, yeah. Um. What else? Chris Carson, about 10 minutes ago, just signed a three-year, $24 million deal with... The Seattle Seahawks and yeah. cheap deal for Carson and you got to do what you got to do to keep Russ happy. You got to have some sort of running game there and mm-hmm. they locked him up for the next few years. Yeah. he's uh, He's got to be one of the most underrated running backs in the league. Yeah, Nice power back and gets the job done when he's healthy. Um, Kenyon Drake goes to Vegas on mm-hmm. a two-year, $11 million contract. Yeah. And... That's interesting because obviously they already have uh, Jacobs so they got a dual running back threat there now, a legitimate one and he's a guy that can catch passes out of the backfield so I feel like he's going to be more of an option in that case. Yeah, Jacobs
1: hasn't really been too much of a pass catching back so I think that's probably why they they wanted to go out and get somebody like a Kenyon Drake and it also shows how confident the Cardinals are in Edmonds that they're just
0: letting Drake go. They want to let Mm -hmm. him be the
1: number one guy.
0: Yeah, Edmonds had a very good season last year He was that guy He ended up being the guy Who was Catching most of the footballs out of the backfield He got a lot of reps Especially, he didn't get many reps in the red zone Because Kenny Drake was that guy who just pounded into the end zone Bigger guy But Edmonds was the one who would spread out the field And made that offense a little more dynamic Than what it was before Um, There's some free agents For running backs that haven't been signed yet some bigger names. You got Fournette still mm. waiting to hear if Tampa can figure out the situation with him. James White still hasn't been signed. Yeah. I've heard that Tampa's been looking at James White. Doesn't surprise me. Brady's probably given him a phone call or two. Yeah. Um, James Connor hasn't signed yet. Yeah. Probably not a big market for him. And Todd Gurley, I don't think he's. I don't know if he's going to get there a contract.
1: Yeah, there won't be much of a market for Todd Gurley. He'll have to sign something small if he wants to
0: yeah. play. I feel like he's going to have to sign a small contract with a really bad team like New York Jets. I yeah. can't really see just being like, hey, or even Connor. Be like, Hey, come to the Jets. It's a mm-hmm. placeholder Yeah. for whatever their next plans are. Yeah. Um, the wide receivers this year were, there's a lot of them in free agency, a lot of really good ones, and there's still a lot of good ones left. Um, as of today, Juju had not signed. Everyone assumed he was gone based off his comments, just based off what everyone was hearing, but mm-hmm. no. He bets on himself, takes a massive pay cut, stays in Pittsburgh for $8 million this year. And that mm-hmm. was very surprising because I'm like, there's no way they're going to be able to afford Juju. He's going to want money, but no. Yeah, he wanted to stay home. Yeah, apparently Philly offered him a big multi-year deal, and he
1: passed it up to stay in Pittsburgh for one more year. So I think that tells you that Juju values winning more than he values money and other things like that. So that's something you want out of a guy like that, but it's just a little shocking to see because I thought he was gone for sure.
0: Yeah, I thought he was for sure Potentially going to Baltimore. You both, yeah. You and I both mentioned kind of sticking it to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I thought like a Baltimore, maybe
1: like a Indianapolis or something like that.
0: But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, good for Juju on himself. Hopefully, he gets a good year in for himself, and then gets money next year in free agency. Yeah. Um, Chris Godwin, no surprise, got the franchise tag. Tag. He, he was, was obviously not happy about it, but you're gonna do what, you to gotta, do. You gotta do what you got to. Got to do what you got to do to get paid this year. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do to keep that team around, and keep all the boys around to repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan Robinson kind of surprising that he franchise tagged with Chicago because yeah. he wanted ever, ever since the beginning of the season he said he wants to be in Chicago, but he wants a contract. Yeah, and Chicago didn't want to did not want to give it to him, and Robinson then just said, "Oh, I'll just sign the tag." This was after Andy Dalton signed too, mm-hmm. which is even more surprising. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's interesting. They have Andy Dalton now, they still have Nick Foles, I think. So I mean you're not gonna have somebody all that great thrown to you for the most part, but it seems like he just likes being in Chicago. And, you know, if you get tagged, you're gonna get
0: paid a lot of money, so Yeah, you get eighteen million dollars is the most yeah. you can get out of the tag for wide receiver, so yeah. Good on Robinson for again his money, but weird situation in Chicago. Yeah. And We'll see. We'll really see. I don't even know if Dalton's going to start next year.
1: Gene. I don't know either. I don't know what they're going to do. I wouldn't be shocked to see them draft a QB as well.
0: Yeah. I don't even know if they'd be. They're not even in a position to draft a QB. No, not a good one at least. No. Or not like a top one, I should say. No. Um, Will Fuller. We talked about him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Being a potential... Potential suitor on the market for a lot of teams of his downfield threat. He's had injury issues in the past. He did get suspended this year yeah. for some performance enhancement drugs. Signs in Miami on a one-year deal, which I really like because you and I mentioned they needed another downfield threat yeah. to compliment Devontae Parker and yeah. Williams, and they got it. Yeah. I
1: suggested somebody like a Corey Davis for this team because I didn't know if they'd want to go all out and spend a bunch of money on a guy like Fuller. But they got him on a decent enough deal. It's only one year. And, you know, now you have a, another downfield threat for Tua. Yeah. Um. I think it's a great pickup. He has to sit out the first game of the year, I believe. Yeah, he Due does. to the suspension, but then he's back. So, yeah. Should be good to
0: go. I think it's a great pickup. Yeah. It's a one-year rental, pretty much. If he yeah. plays well, re-sign him. If he doesn't, then figure something out with him. Um... Speaking of Corey Davis, he signs a three year, $37 million deal with the Jets. Mm-hmm. So obviously, he wanted to get paid. And I think that was probably the most money he got offered and the most guaranteed money mm-hmm. long term. So, decent pickup for the Jets. They have a legitimate number one receiver. And he had a really good year last year in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. He finally broke out after being top five pick in his draft year. And yeah, good on him. And. Interesting to see who the quarterback is throwing to Corey Davis next year in New York. I mean,
1: yeah, he clearly, the Jets had a lot of money and they spent some money. So they went out and they got themselves a receiver in Corey Davis. That's a big pickup. I mean, yeah, it's going to come down to who they go with if they ultimately stick with Sam Darnold or go another direction. But whoever's there, they're trying to help out, clearly.
0: For sure. Um, Curtis Samuel. I was shocked that Carolina just let him go. Yeah. Signs a three year, thirty four million dollar deal with Washington. Yeah, back with Ron Rivera. That's a great pickup for Washington. It is.
1: Now you got that old Ohio State duo of McLaurin and Samuel back together in Washington along with Ryan Fitzmagic.
0: <laughs> yeah, we didn't even mention Fitzpatrick. He signed in Washington yeah. one year deal, so he'll be the Starting QB there, it looks like. Yeah. From Alex Smith to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, back they... Back uh, QB Magic.
1: Another team that can't seem to get the quarterback spot right. I mean, Fitzpatrick will give you a couple of really good games, but he'll give you a couple of really, really bad games. Yeah, he'll give
0: you a couple stinkers in there, that's for sure. Um, John Brown, he signed a little one-year deal in Vegas. Vegas was pretty busy this free agency, yeah. considering the money. They didn't really have much money. Yeah, no. So... They've
1: made a, They've.
0: I know they've traded away
1: some... Some veteran linemen to try to clear some cap. Um, and yeah, John Brown's a decent enough pickup. He's fast. Yeah, that's he something. You got him be. and Henry
0: Ruggs. That's two of the faster receivers in the league. Yeah, exactly. It makes him a little more dynamic on offense with yeah. Kenyon Drake there. Um, Marvin Jones Jr. signs in Jacksonville in a little mm-hmm. two year, $14 million contract. He had a very good year for a free agent to be. I think he had 10 touchdowns yeah. and was a great uh, threat in the. Red Zone, and that's who Trevor Lawrence is going to throw to next year. Yeah, that's like. a good
1: pickup. They needed more help at the receiver spot, and you know you got this franchise guy coming in, and Trevor Lawrence. So go out and get another receiver. And
0: Marvin Jones is a good one. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to pay much for him either. No seven mil a year, not fully guaranteed, is that's fantastic. a cheap deal. That's a really good deal. Uh Nelson Aguilar, he got paid, and he goes to New England, who was busy on the offensive end. 2 years 26 million dollars from Philly he was just getting shit on by the fans oh yeah though though the only reason i remember agalor is cuz of that fan who the said he video. couldn't catch a couldn't catch a baby yeah uh has a great year in vegas this past year and he gets rewarded by being the new downfield threat for new england which it feels like we have not had a downfield threat in Probably since freaking Randy Moss, if we're being completely honest. Yeah, it's
1: <laughs> just, uh, it's going to be whether he's Philly Aguilar or whether he stays that Vegas Aguilar that had
0: this resurgence year. Yeah, it. it's all going to depend on who the QB is in New England and if Cam can't yeah. even throw the ball down the field anymore. Yeah, I still wouldn't be shocked to see
1: New England go out and draft a guy like Mac Jones or whoever's there. That wouldn't shock me either. If he was somehow still there, because they're loading up the receiving core, they are.
0: Um, Emmanuel Sanders, I believe he signed in Buffalo. If I'm I think so, correct? I think so. That's a good replacement for John Brown, a veteran guy, a one year yeah. deal. He was released by the Saints because obviously we know the Saints cap situation. They yeah, had the to Saints clear, had to release like everybody. They had to clear some space for for the near future knowing what they're having to go through. So it's a good pickup for Buffalo replacing John Brown and get a veteran in there to compliment Stephon Diggs. And they're still going to be a legitimate threat next year. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they're a good team. This is a weird one. A.J. Green to Arizona on a one-year deal. That was a weird one. Yeah. I I mean,
1: they got him on a cheap deal, right? A.J. Green had a horrible year. So now you have DeAndre Hopkins... A.J. Green, Larry Fitzgerald, and Christian Kirk. So they have a really solid receiving core. Like Whether or not this A.J. Green thing works or not, they still have three very good receivers. So I think it's one of those things where they felt they had a little extra money laying around. They could get a guy like A.J. Green who has so much upside on a cheap deal. So they took a chance on him. Has Fitzgerald resigned yet? I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything about Fitzgerald yet. think he might
0: have, but...
1: if he does play I can't imagine he's going anywhere other than Arizona
0: yeah I'd be shocked if he went somewhere else unless he was rain chasing Mm -hmm. with a Tampa Bay or a Kansas City at this point I think he would just retire if he if they didn't pick up his contract for sure Um, former Seattle Seahawks David Moore signs in Carolina on a two year deal I don't mind that pickup for Carolina he's a downfield threat yeah and Wilson liked throwing throwing to David Moore last year he had a Pretty good year yeah. for the most part. So. I think
1: they just wanted to kind of replace Curtis Samuel with the cheaper guy. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what you're doing with David Moore. I'm not sure
0: how I feel about that, but I like David Moore. I'm just upset that we lost Curtis Samuel. For sure. Yeah, that was a tough blow for the team. And then the last one I'll mention for wide receivers is Kendrick Bourne to New England on a three year deal. Mm-hmm. I love this pickup. He's a consistent wide out. He's consistent, he's, he's got sure hands. He'll catch the ball. He'll—he's kind of one of those guys. He can run downfield. He can also catch it, catch it like a slant route, do screen passes. He kind of does a little bit of everything, and he just makes that wide receiving court a little more dynamic. Obviously, compared to last year, where we had literally nobody, so having that depth with Bourne is excellent mm-hmm. for New England. Um, moving on to offensive linemen and. Payton kind of knocked it out of the park with a couple of his predictions for tight end or not tight end, excuse me, for offensive lineman. Um, you called Corey Lindsley to the del- Chargers. I nailed that one. <laughs> a five-year deal, and that's exactly what they needed was at yeah. center
1: to protect Justin Herbert. Yeah, considering you know you lose Pouncy. You need to replace them, and I also believe they let Trey Turner go. They so did. You gotta get somebody else on that line. Yeah. And Corey Lindsley is a top tier center.
0: So. Absolutely, I think they signed. They said, "I think it was Matt Feeler or Matt Felter." They signed mm-hmm. two from Pittsburgh, three years, twenty one million dollars. So they were busy upgrading that old line for. For Justin Herbert and yeah, very excellent signings. Um, Trent Williams got paid. Jesus yeah. Christ! Six years, one hundred thirty-eight million dollars for a thirty-three-year-old. Yes, he's unbelievable, but six years—that's yeah. a long term for sub lineman at the end of his. I career. think they
1: have an out in the contract after three years, but he still has a lot of guaranteed money on his contract. Yes, so it's. I mean, I thought he was going to stay in San Fran, and I thought he'd get paid. I didn't think it would be this, but no kidding. He me. is
0: one of the best linemen in the league, so he is. It serves to get paid, but. Didn't know. I think Santa Fran would give him this much money on that big of a term. Yeah, no, that's a it's a huge deal. Yep. Um, Taylor Moten. Yeah. Franchise tag, Carolina. Franchise tag Yeah.
1: I, I'm happy we hang on to him. He's our best lineman right now, so we gotta hang on for dear life because yeah, <laughs> we don't want to start losing our best lineman. Yeah. Um, exactly. I thought it was headed for the franchise tag. He got the franchise tag, so
0: yeah. Um. David Andrews, I thought he was for sure gone, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, Nori sends a four-year deal, and I was yeah. just shocked. I was shocked about the term in New England. I did not expect four years.
1: Yeah, you'd think maybe one or two if he stayed, but four years is a long time. and That's really good for New England to be able to keep your your center, your anchor of your yeah. offensive line when he's. He, I mean, he's been there, right? So like to have him to stick around, that's yeah. another big play this season by Belichick.
0: Yeah, he missed a lot, not this year, but the year before with blood clots. Yeah. So good for Andrews. I'm very happy that they kept him because he is, like you said, he's the anchor of that offensive line. He's been there for a long time. He's mm-hmm. been through the ups and downs. Mostly, yeah, mostly the ups. Mostly ups. It's yeah, England. for sure. Um, looking at other offensive linemen, Joe Tooney, another New England guy. Cincinnati did what we want him to do. They got a good. Cincinnati. They got a nice card. They're on to Cincinnati. Five years, eighty million dollars. Good for Tooney. I've always liked him in New England. Again, he was an anchor there. Mm-hmm. Burrow's gonna love it. He's gonna love having a little bit of extra protection in Cincinnati.
1: Didn't he go to Kansas City?
0: Joe Tooney. Yeah, he went to Kansas City. Did Five he? years, eighty million. Think about someone else in Cincinnati. I thought they signed somebody. Uh, they signed Riley Reef. That's the guy I'm thinking of, Riley Reef. Yeah, but Joe Tooney went to Kansas City. Which was... Sh- oh, yeah, that's right, because they released Eric Fisher. They released... Uh, who was the other guy they re- uh Reader they released. Um, they released someone else, too. Yeah,
1: and then they gave a bunch of money to Joe Tooney, which is a good pickup for the Chiefs, because we saw, again, Mahomes needs a line. He did everything he could in that Super Bowl and had no, no offensive line, so... They got an offensive lineman. Yeah. Big term, too. Yeah, five years, $80 million. Yeah. A lot. Big but term. But it's, uh, it's a bit pick, big pickup. I don't
0: them. know why I thought Tony went to Cincinnati. <laughs> what, Reef's still going to Yeah. Cincinnati. Reef's good. You, they need a,
1: a left tackle. Like That's arguably the most important position, other
0: than quarterback on your entire team, is that left tackle. So. Yep, yeah, probably on the blind side. Um, not really any other big signings on the O-line. There's just really just those big names, those few big names we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Going to tight ends, though, and then two of the bigger names on the market, both go to New England. Yeah. Giannu Smith, you mentioned you really like him. I th- think he's a good red zone threat. He got four years, $50 million. And then yeah. to go and then get Hunter Henry for three years, $38 million after that, now it's a nice little dual threat at tight end. And yeah. Hopefully Henry can stay healthy and he can, he can produce. Because when he's on, he's one of the better tight ends in in the league.
1: That should um, that should really open up the field in New England for some of the receivers. You know, like guys like um, like Edelman, like Edelman, and like uh, what's his name? Why am I totally blanking from Arizona State that you drafted last year? Um, Oh, Harry, Harry, Nikhil, Harry, jeez. Um, yeah, it should open up the field for guys like that who need it. Especially a guy like Harry. He's had a like, tough tough start to his career. Yeah. But if you can take the spotlight off him, you know you're putting a third, fourth corner on him. He might be able to get some opportunities and build his confidence up. Yeah. And now you've got this dual tight end system that seems to work for a lot of teams when you have two really good tight ends. Yeah, we had, so, we've had no good tight ends the yeah. last couple of years. And I imagine Bill looked at...
0: Tampa Bay with how many good tight
1: ends they have, and thought, well, let's just go sign tight ends. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: And speaking of tight ends from Tampa, Gronk resigns one year, ten mil. No surprise yeah. there. Yeah. Um, Kyle Rudolph goes to the Giants.
1: Yeah, I was uh, I was surprised Minnesota to let Kyle Rudolph go, mm-hmm. but I think that's a good pickup for New York. He's a very solid veteran tight end. It's a very Greg Olson esque pickup, um, where yep. he'll just be a good solid piece on that offense he will back up
0: Evan Ingram, who's yeah. got the case of a dropsy. So if he's ever not feeling, then you're throwing Rudolph. In, yeah, and in. Kyle Rudolph's very reliable. So yeah, he does Doesn't more than like catch. He he's a good blocker too yeah. for his position. Gerald Everett signed in Seattle in a one-year, six million dollar contract. Yeah. Nothing too major, just replacing Olson and Hollister, yeah, replacing that. Um, and then Jared Cook, one-year, six mil with the Chargers, the Hunter Henry replacement. Really, that was the only guy left. And you gotta replace. You gotta replace mm-hmm. that. And I mean, he's it. not
1: Hunter Henry, but he's a very solid tight end, like a very good tight end. that they got for six million dollars, so I can't really knock that decision. I just I think they should have tried to keep Henry with
0: yeah. everything that they could. I agree, hundred percent. Probably just weren't sure what Henry they Hunter Henry, they were gonna yeah. get this year, and they just wanted a guy who. They know who they're, mm-hmm. going, that they're going to get out of Cook. They're not going to get big numbers, but they know he's going to produce when yep. given the opportunity to do so. That really does it for the offensive side for the uh, free agency. There's still a ton of names. I didn't even mention Kenny Galday. He's been yeah. rumored by, I think... I can't remember who mentioned Galday. Someone was interested in cat I think it was Chicago possibly interested in Galday or something. That'd be interesting to pair him with Robinson. I
1: uh-huh. mean, again... You don't have a quarterback, but...
0: Yeah. There's another team who was rumored to be interested in Galladay. I can't remember right now. But I imagine there's a lot of teams interested in a guy like Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Um, there's more good receivers on the market, too. I can pull it up right here. Um, Antonio Brown is still out there. Mm-hmm. Antonio Clown. <laughs> T.Y. Hilton is still out there. Yeah, true. L. Sean Jeffrey. Sammy Watkins. Not... Big names, but they're good depth pieces. If you need to add a yeah. depth piece, and I'm kind of surprised Watkins hasn't been signed yet. To be fair, he was really banged up last year. He missed a ton of time with, mm-hmm. with the leg injuries, but he's not a bad player. When he's healthy, he's a good number two, and even a number three on a really good team.
1: Yeah, um, I
0: agree. Yeah. Um. Off to the defensive side, where. The Buccaneers were busy keeping their fellas around. Keeping their team around. Tom Brady. Shout out Tom. Another pay cut. Yeah. Keeping this team around. And they get Shaq Barrett back. Four years, $72 million. Probably wasn't the biggest offer he got. But he wanted to stay. He wants to run it back for another title run. Yeah. And you've also got Levante David who's back on that linebacker position. And he's been there forever. He's one of the best linebackers in the league. Oh, yeah. And Tampa is just running it back right now.
1: Yeah, I think Sue is still on the market. Yeah,
0: they're trying to figure something out with Sue right yeah. now. Um, just looking at other defensive ends, J.J. Watt shockingly goes to Arizona. Arizona.
1: Another interesting Arizona pickup. Yeah, they've had a weird free agency. Yeah, they have, but I mean... J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones, just the sound of that is scary if you're a
0: quarterback in that division. For sure. Um, This just came out of nowhere because Arizona wasn't even mentioned at all. No, they had a bunch. They had a list of like four or five teams that were on J.J. Watt's
1: short list, and Arizona was not one of them. No,
0: never would I have thought Arizona is the team he goes to. Yeah, and
1: then all of a sudden he posts a pic it says, source me, and it's just him in an Arizona Cardinals t-shirt, and everyone was like, oh. Cool. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Good for JJ. And then it seems like Hopkins had a big part in that, because former, former teammates. teammate and he was trying to recruit him. But uh, I how, mean, wonder how Deshaun feels about that.
0: Yeah. Or Deshaun. Well, we we're not going to talk about Deshaun. Yeah, we won't
1: talk about Deshaun Watson today. The Texans are cursed. Let's yeah. just. They've got their uh, own problems. They got a lot of issues
0: going on over there. Yeah. Uh, Hendrickson from the Saints. I'm going to confirm with you. you. Got- He went to Cincinnati. I'm going to confirm that before I fucking muff. Yeah, Cincinnati
1: let go of Carl Lawson and signed Trey Hendrickson, who had one good year to a four-year, $60 million deal.
0: Hopefully it doesn't blow up in their face because (sighs) you can go from having a great year to all of a sudden just having not even five sacks at all. That's the
1: thing. To me, this feels like the deal that's destined to blow up in someone's face because it's Cincinnati and they signed a one-year... Like a guy who was a one-year player so far in his career Mm -hmm. to a four-year deal worth a lot of money. Exactly. So, I I don't know. I think that they would have been better off just keeping Lawson, honestly. Yeah, Lawson
0: went to the Jets, didn't he? Yeah. Three-year deal, set 45 mil.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. similar amount of money. Like, it's not... And I, I just I think that Lawson's a better player than Hendrickson. He's proven it over time. Well more consistent. I mean maybe Lawson just didn't want to be in Cincinnati. I wouldn't blame
0: him, but Henderson's still pretty young though. Oh yeah. Probably probably part of probably a part of the contract, but we'll see how it, it works out. Lawson's going to the butt fumble. This is a good pickup for the
1: Jets, I think, to get a good, like very solid edge rusher in Lawson.
0: Mm hmm. And that and worst just a placeholder. Again, yeah. just having a piece there on defense. Um, Dietrich Wise, back to New England. Again, a guy I did not think would be back. Comes yeah. back to New England. He's actually one of our best defensive rushers, but then we'll talk a little bit more about who New England signed in just a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Solomon Thomas, former San Francisco 49er. I think he signed in LA. Didn't uh, he? yes, I believe it was L.A. Yeah, One-year deal, and he was part of that solid D-line that was in the Super Bowl for San Francisco. Yeah. So interesting to see what...
1: They have the so country. many D-line players, they can't keep them all, you know, so... They yeah, can't pay them all. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Leonard Williams stays with the Giants. Yeah. I'm not surprised about that.
1: Me either, but it just, it's interesting that he just, you know, he... Probably could have gotten more money, but because he had an excellent year, so it's good for New York to be able to keep on a guy as good as Leonard Williams. Yeah,
0: that's the that's the right play. You got to yeah. keep around a guaranteed edge Ru- or guaranteed rusher that's gonna yeah. get pressure at the at the worst. You need mm-hmm. at least one guy who can get pressure on the quarterback. Um, Shelby Harris signs in Denver, three or twenty seven mil. Yeah, that's solid enough pickup. I don't have too much no. to say about a guy like Shelby Harris, but it's a no, good pickup. I don't either. No, I should say there. Um, it's really about it, honestly, for defensive tackle. There's a bunch of smaller signs. Quentin Jefferson to Vegas. Another federate, pickup. veteran pickup there. Yeah. Derek Wolf resigns in Baltimore. Three or $12 million deal. Feels mm-hmm. like he's been in the NFL for forever. Forever. Former Bronco yeah. on that Super Bowl winning team. Um, that's about it for Defensive line. Um, there's a few more going to interior linebackers. Yannick Ngakwe in Vegas.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good pickup I think for Vegas. Uh, I mean, I was saying that they should go out and get a guy like J.J. Watt, and they got Yannick Ngakwe for basically the same money that the Cardinals got J.J. Watt for. So, I mean, I think that that's a good pickup
0: for that team, for sure. And they made sure they. Filled they've they filled that need on defense because they've got a lot on the offensive side, but I think the one thing for Vegas that's really going to hurt them right now is losing their offensive linemen. because I think the loss they traded a couple away and they lost three or four starters yeah and as a quarterback you need that protection so we'll see what happens there but it's good that Vegas is focusing on the defense end like we had mentioned Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure how. I'm not sure they must have cleared a shit ton of money because they didn't have much going into free yeah, agency Yeah, no, I
1: think they just tried to they're trying to do what they can with the money they have and I think they're doing a decent enough job this offseason kind yeah. of retooling that defense yeah
0: now this player for me this is a hit and miss contract for me Tennessee did go out and get Bud Dupree they needed a edge rusher mm-hmm. badly because they were the worst team last year in terms of sacks and QB pressure but it's a lot of money for Bud Dupree. I don't blame them for spending that money because that's a certain need. But I don't know what your thoughts are on Dupree um, there. Obviously, Pittsburgh couldn't yeah, re-sign
1: Yeah, I, I like Bud Dupree. I think it hurts Pittsburgh losing him. I think that they paid him a lot of money, which is interesting because Tennessee didn't have a ton of cap space to work with, and they put it, a lot of this into... Bud Dupree, but I, I I think he's a good player, and I think that they just, they know that the one thing that they're missing is a pass rush, so you have to go get one.
0: Yeah, and they made a couple other moves, too. They released Malcolm Butler. Yeah. Clowney's still on the market, so they haven't resigned him. I don't... King is gone as well now, I think. Yeah, Desmond Kane's out of here. We'll talk about him later when we get to cornerbacks. Yeah. So. Um, Melvin Ingram's on the market still, too. He's a veteran edge rusher again. Yeah. Surprise! I'm kind of surprised the Chargers haven't re-signed him to a cheap deal, mm-hmm. just because he's been there for basically I, his whole I career. I imagine
1: that, yeah, I imagine they're honestly trying to work something out with Ingram. They're just working on numbers and stuff because I, I can't imagine that Ingram has too much of a
0: market outside of the Chargers. Yeah, for sure. Um, who else do we got here? Calvan Noy. Back to it's New England. Good. I love this pickup. We're pissed if, off in Miami. If he can stay healthy, yeah.
1: If he, he had an stay. excellent year in Miami this year, when healthy, he was very good. Yes, on that. That is the. That's the key. <laughs> the one thing, the key with Calvin. He needs to stay healthy, but yeah. he played excellent this year when he was on the field, He's and alive. Bill decided to bring him back. Our linebacking core is already way better. We got Hightower coming back. Van Noise back there. Chung retiring definitely hurts. Yeah, but, England,
0: but they got his little replacement. We'll talk about him later too. Yeah. Matthew Judon in New England. Oh Huge. boy, we got an edge rusher. Yeah, my god, I am hyped about Judon being here. Yeah,
1: just just let him go and get the quarterback. That's yeah. that needs to be his job. Yeah, here's a pass rush specialist. Him and Chase Winovich. Here's another one you like, Hassan Reddick. Yeah, I love that pickup for Carolina. I mean he's had a bit of an up and down career. He's had good games, bad games, good years, bad years, but I like Hassan Reddick. He's very solid. And I mentioned before that we need to try to find somebody to somewhat fill the void of Luke Keekley. I know that's literally impossible, yeah.
0: but we needed another linebacker. It was just that simple. And mm-hmm. we went out and we got one. So I think Hassan Reddick had a game where he had like five sacks and two, three fumble recoveries. Gets the yeah. Giants, which isn't shocking because, Daniel Jones can't hold the football to save <laughs> his life. Yeah, but he does have the ability to really affect a game, mm-hmm. and that's a great pickup for the Panthers. Um, Leonard Floyd, back in L A. four years, sixty four yeah. million dollars. Yeah, he seems like an
1: L A. guy now. I mean, he he was obviously drafted by the Bears and had a really tough start to his career and he got kind of a second chance with the Rams and has played really well so I think yeah. he likes being there and likes being in that system Yeah. so I, it doesn't shock me that he's back in LA at all
0: yeah um, not much really to say about Leonard Floyd I didn't really follow the Rams too, too much this yeah, year no. outside of Jalen Ramsey and Jared Goff hearing about them every other, <laughs> yeah. other day whether it's Ramsey talking shit or Sean McVay saying Jared Goff Is playing like shit Yeah So um, Now we go back to the se- We go to the secondary Where There's still a lot of cornerbacks available Kyle Fuller Yeah That's us big one um, Xavier Rhodes um, Richard Sherman mm-hmm. I have Troy Hill on here But he's signed with Cleveland Yeah Quentin Dunbar AJ Boye Malcolm Butler there's still good pieces here still on the cornerbacks. Um, William Jackson to Washington. That's a good pickup That's up a for great pickup replacing Ronald Darby who went to Denver.
1: I think he's better than Ronald Darby. Way so better I know, Yeah, yeah I, I don't think that that's... I think that's a really good pickup for a team that already has an unbelievable
0: defense. Yeah, they already have Kendall Fuller there. And yeah. It's a great one And obviously their piece. front seven is just stacked. Boy, it's four first-round picks on the D line. Yeah. That's incredible. Um... Shaquille Griffin to Jacksonville. Another Three good years, pickup. Three years, mil. Yeah, they have the money. Go out yeah. and get a legitimate cornerback. They yeah. haven't had one since Ramsey. Yeah, he's a, he's a really solid cornerback. The Jags clearly
1: are not sitting around waiting to see if this Trevor Lawrence thing pans out. They're just going to go all in and see if they can win some games this year.
0: Well, like we Unite mentioned, it would be shocking if they pulled out like five, six wins this, yeah. this year off Trevor Lawrence alone because we we think his talent is yeah. that good
1: but now you got him yeah you got him uh another corner you got him a receiver mm-hmm. so they're they're trying to pick up pieces for the steam and it's working
0: yeah absolutely um patrick peterson signs in minnesota one year 10 million dollar contract yeah um i'm kind of surprised that he didn't resign in arizona but mm-hmm. obviously he probably didn't get an Either didn't get an offer, didn't really get a good offer from them. So he took the probably maybe the only other good offer he had on the market and the Vikings. Yeah,
1: the the Minnesota thing I feel like is just that to me just screams they offered him the most money and he decided to take that deal.
0: Yeah, I I can't really think of another reason why you go to Minnesota. That's a really young defense too. Mm -hmm. Didn't have a good year last year. Um, Mike Hilton. Goes to Cincinnati on a four year contract. I like this pickup yeah. for Cincinnati. I like the
1: pickup. I think that it's just replacing William Jackson at the end of the day, so I mm-hmm. don't really know how valuable that pickup is gonna be for them.
0: But I don't think it's a bad pickup by any means. No, you gotta do something to replace the loss of William Jackson. Yeah. Um Jalen Mills to New England. Continue with the New England spending spree. Four-year, $24 yeah. million dollar deal. I think this is a high-risk, high-reward yeah. contract because Mills, he's shown moments, but he's 31 years old. The, how much does he have left, I don't know. But like I said, he's had his moments in Philadelphia, yeah. and he's going to a good system in New England. And they'll use him based on his strengths. And he'll be a good replacement for Patrick Chun, who yeah. we mentioned retired. Yeah. And Devin McCordy, who's probably going to be gone pretty soon. It is a pretty, it's a pretty old defense mm-hmm. in the secondary and linebacker position. So, and even Stefan Gilmore, he's thirty years old, and no he rumors. Has,
1: well, one year left on his deal?
0: Rumors of him being traded, but those have been going on since November. Yeah. So nothing's happened, but never know. It could be something for the draft. Maybe nothing happens yeah. at all. But that's really all the cornerbacks outside of... Actually, Janoris Jenkins went to Tennessee. New Orleans couldn't afford him, so I'm not really surprised that he's on there.
1: Yeah, it's another... like it's They released Malcolm Butler, they picked up Janoris Jenkins, It's just kind of picking up a guy to replace a guy. Mm-hmm. So it's just another kind of meh deal for Tennessee, I'd
0: say. Mm-hmm um going to safeties uh may in the jet on the jets gets franchise tag tag not really too shocking no they weren't gonna let him go no they he easily. can't let
1: him go he had such a good year
0: this might be one of the better signings in the offseason john johnson to the cleveland yeah. Browns, who we talked about needed, needed a safety to get a safety yeah. they get him for three years 34 million dollars had an incredible year with the rams in He's that a ball secondary. Hawk. Yep, he is. He, he makes a ton of plays in the secondary and automatically makes that defense a ton better. We mentioned they got Troy Hill from the Rams, too. Yeah, they so. are just, they said, hey, look, the Rams had
1: a good defense. Let's go get their secondary. Yeah. So now Cleveland's stacking up on their secondary. We know how strong their front seven is. Exactly. So good for Cleveland. They've had an excellent offseason to this point.
0: Yeah, they Solid B plus or yeah. A minus for me.
1: Yeah, they haven't blown anybody out of the water by any means, but they've made really good yeah. pickups.
0: Solid pickups that they need to dress their needs. The question is now what happens with Odell. Yeah. That's like kinda of the last yeah. it's kinda of the last part that's going gotta fall. Um Justin Simmons today re-signed in Denver and I mean, I said that's the most important thing they gotta do is make sure they don't lose Simmons. There's a record contract for safety, it's four years sixty six million dollar million dollars most guaranteed money ever given to a safety and he's incredible though deserves it. Um Marcus Williams got franchise tagged by New Orleans. I have no clue how they got the money I I think
1: because I think the tag is just like separate from I think you can just tag despite your money. So I think they just said we want to keep him, let's tag him.
0: Yeah, unless the tag isn't that big for for safety. Yeah
1: obviously Bree's retired. I think that somewhat took their cap down slightly maybe a little bit probably not
0: enough to 20
1: million but they were like 60 million under the cap so yeah they're still just in cap hell yeah i love it yeah sorry
0: saints fans desmond king goes to houston yeah that was weird yeah i don't i don't know who wants to go to houston at this point With yeah they've gotten some
1: signings though like king and lindsey and mark ingram and yeah i don't know i don't know
0: people are signing in houston i don't know they're probably just getting like hey want to come play yeah here's some money i mean i don't know uh really weird but that's pretty much it for nfl free agency up to this point no other big signings up to this point besides the ones we mentioned um, we'll obviously keep an eye on guys like Kenny Galladay. That's really the one big, big free agent that's remaining. Mm-hmm. in terms yeah, I'm of I'm shocked he's still yeah. there.
1: He must either he probably has a
0: lot of offers and he's just trying to see what he Well, he's gotta have an offer to somewhere. He... Yeah. He's the best receiver arguably on the market this year. And when, when he's healthy he's one of the better receivers in Yeah,
1: the- he's he's an incredible receiver. I'm still shocked that Detroit didn't tag him.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, let's go to basketball because second half has started. I'm following it a lot more now because I have a little more time on my hands just into this teaching job. And I know your, your schooling is ending pretty quick, so we'll yeah. be on basketball in the playoffs when it begins. Let's just go through the teams again where they're at at this point. Going to the east, you've got your top three teams. You've got Philly, Brooklyn, Miami. My Miami, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Since Drew Holiday came back, Milwaukee has been a totally different team. Giannis has been putting up big numbers as always. But just having Drew Holiday there, even if he doesn't put up big numbers, mm-hmm. his presence, his defense, his playmaking, it gives him a third guy. Yeah. And that's exactly why they traded how many first round picks for Drew yeah. Holiday? I mean, he creates plays for them,
1: he Ds up for them. He's one of the best, I'd argue, top five perimeter defender in the league. Super underrated. Um, He spaces the floor for Giannis, gives Giannis more opportunity to do his thing because you have to focus on a guy like Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. And he's just been excellent. And now Giannis is in the MVP talk again, so, I mean, they're they're figuring it out. They're doing what the Bucks usually do, what we thought
0: they would do this year to begin with. Mm-hmm. And do I think they're going to go far? I don't think so still. I think their biggest competition outside of Brooklyn is Philadelphia. And I had them in a seven-game series. I had them in the second round playing against each other. I had Philly in seven. And I still think that'll happen. I think Philly would still win. But it's going to be really fun to see the last half of the season here. Yeah. Um Brooklyn has obviously figured it out. They won another six straight games. Harden's putting up unreal numbers. Duran is still out with that hamstring yeah. injury. Obviously, it was a lot worse than what they initially thought. It was a day-to-day thing. Now it's kind of a week-to-week situation, so they're monitoring it very closely. But yeah. no issues in Brooklyn. We mentioned they signed Griffin last yeah. time, and Drummond sounds like he's an option potentially if he gets bought out. Which is crazy. And if he goes there then called didn't it just call the yeah. season. The crazy thing is you look at that team and
1: like even without Durant, it looks like they could probably get it out of the East and then you add Durant. It's just it's ridiculous, honestly. Um yeah, it's not
0: fair. It's making our yeah final making, making our predictions look yeah. unbelievable right now.
1: But um the other thing too with Philly obviously is Embiid is hurt now.
0: Yeah. Which <sighs> hyperextended his knee.
1: Yeah, I've been saying, I don't know, like, how long he can keep this up. He gets hurt a lot. You know, can he continue this all the way through the playoffs?
0: And his body is starting to
1: fail him as it has the I mean, past. I mean, to be
0: fair, it was a freak injury. It was just one of those plays where he came down and he just fell awkwardly. Thankfully, it was That's just hyperextension. It was just a two-week yeah. thing. But still, it's a knee injury to a big At a certain knee.
1: point with a guy like Embiid, though, how many... Injuries can he have that are freak accidents before it's a pattern, which it is a pattern for him. So yeah. that's the one thing is he's playing so well. He was MVP, like I to me, runaway MVP at the point where he got hurt. Um, so hopefully he can come back healthy because that Philly team has the potential to fulfill the the process. <laughs> yeah, trust
0: the process. Yeah, hey? um, I like I've been so impressed with Ben Simmons too. He might be the best defensive player in the league right now. He's definitely an all-first NBA defender, 100%. And Tobias Harris has chipped in very well. Not obviously he got signed that big max contract, a lot of expectations for Harris, but he's been doing what he's had to do, solid numbers across the board. Um, Miami has really picked it up. they are three games where 500 all of a sudden sit in fourth place in the East, which is kind of where you and I had them, around that fifth-place spot. Um, they're healthy. Butler's playing at a very high level. They—it's basically the same team as last year. It is it's minus Jay Crowder. Yeah, and just, they're not going to be an easy out. That's for sure. They're going to give whoever they play first round, second round, a very tough series. And who knows? Maybe they'll pull yeah. some bubble magic again <laughs> and make another run. I um, don't
1: think they will, but
0: you we'll never have to see. You never know. Atlanta, they're all of a sudden fifth. They were 11th for a while, and now yeah. they fired, uh can't remember his Lloyd name, Pierce. Pierce, and now McMillan's there, who shouldn't have been fired in the first place from, it. from Indiana. Indiana. Absolutely not. They've won seven straight, and now they're in the sole possession of fifth place in yeah. the Eastern Conference.
1: I mean, I had them around ninth, but I also thought that a lot of teams in the East would be better. So, I mean, this is kind of how I thought that Atlanta would be, like a slightly above 500 team. They're winning a lot of games right now. So, yeah,
0: they're, they're getting, a good team. They're getting hot at the right time. Trey Hunts playing well. John Collins has been rumored on the trade market. They said there's no way he's going to get traded. I, I don't see a reason for him on. to get traded at no. this point. Um, Charlotte has been another. They're a fun team to watch. We've mentioned it every episode, it feels like. LaMellos has proven why he's rookie of the year. Yeah. Scary Terry is playing out of his mind. Hayward's having a good bounce back year. Yeah got all, all these younger pieces around him like bj washington malik monk bridges bridges
1: yeah they've got a lot of uh they're just a fun team
0: hmm they're they're gonna be very exciting for the future mm-hmm. who knows maybe Michael jordan michael jordan knows what he's talking about <laughs> and we just know nothing about
1: maybe it. maybe michael jordan knows basketball
0: <laughs> uh the newer... maybe he also
1: drafted cody zeller fourth overall <laughs>
0: And then uh, they trade for Michael
1: Kidd-Gilchrist. <laughs> yeah. Drafted Michael Kidd-Gilchrist second overall.
0: Yeah, tough look. <laughs> uh, New York Knicks are seventh still. Julius Randle is getting triple doubles like crazy. He had a 17 assist game yesterday. It's,
1: it's just been triple doubles crazy to begin with. In the last week, they broke the triple double record in a day twice. They had the first ever five triple double game or five triple double. Um, Day in the NBA, I saw that. Yeah, and then they had six, like three days later. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'd, pretty sure Harden, Giannis, and Randall were part of both of them.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Randall also became a playmaker like this. Yeah, because he he's 15 always fifteen assists the other night or seventeen, 17 assists or yeah. something like that. He's, he's always been a guy who's been a downhill player who just boys his way into the paint and gets his own shot. And now he's facilitating. Yeah,
1: with a more
0: of a finesse player now. Which shows a lot about Randall. Yeah, and it does. This next team is in a playoff spot, and it looks like they're bound for the playoffs. I hope I didn't jinx that, by the way. And if, the, if I did jinx it, I'm very sorry. Knicks yeah, fans. <laughs> uh, Boston is so inconsistent. Unbelievably inconsistent. Marcus Smart is back, and it's not really changing much. Their defense still sucks. Their offense is still Tatum and Brown heavy. No one else is chipping in. They need some help. Yeah, they, uh,
1: I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with Boston, honestly. It's been just a weird year for them. They have these flashes
0: where you're like, this is the Boston, and then they just fall off again. They just don't have the depth Yeah. that they had before. And a part of it is Danny Ainge is just so hesitant to make those big moves. The past years it was, are they going to get the Marcus Cousins? No. Anthony Davis? No. Paul George? Um, Kawhi Leonard? They Haven't gone anybody and they've been rumored every single year to get someone, and they never pull the trigger. Yeah, no, even Kevin Durant that year, he's for agent, they were like the number three team potentially, and they weren't yeah. even in the final sweepstakes for him. So, no,
1: Ainge just likes to keep getting more and more assets and never yeah. pulls the trigger on anything. When the whole point of getting assets is to flip them into bigger players, yep, and win championships, but he never seems to
0: want to. Give up those assets. Yeah, he thinks he can win with the players he has right now, which they're eighth right now. Philly-Boston yeah. in a first-round Series 1-8 would be really weird, but it would be yeah. really exciting for us NBA fans. Um, let's talk about our home country Raptors. Who The Tampa Bay Raptors. we got COVID struck, and now they've lost six in a row, and it just seems like... Sky is falling. We've heard all the Lowry rumors. Those have been shut down. They're yeah. saying, nope, Lowry's not going anywhere. At this point, I say just trade Lowry. Get something yeah. for him because I don't know why you would resign him in the offseason. He's probably going to want a lot of money. He's probably going to want to go play for a contender at this point of his career. So Yeah, I don't. It's tough
1: watching the Raptors kind of implode right now. Obviously, all the COVID issues don't help. Uh, I know, like, Fred had COVID, a bunch of the coaches had to quarantine because of contact tracing, and it was just, it was such a mess for the past couple weeks here, and they have not been able to just push through it, it seems, they've been just completely falling apart
0: from it, so... The one guy who's benefited a lot is Norman Powell. Though. Yeah. He yeah. dropped 43 the other night, yeah. 37, I think, too, 39. But they're in losing efforts,
1: so it's just, yeah. it doesn't feel worth it at the end of the day. You're waiting on this team to finally figure it out, and they just haven't.
0: I mean, they'll find a way to probably get into the play in, but how yeah. far they go is beyond beyond us. Japan's little Raptors team shows up.
1: The way they're doing the play in
0: this year is interesting too. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be exciting. I think. Absolutely, it will. Um, the Pacers have really fallen off too. They've lost eight of ten games. Yeah. And they're in a tenth spot right now, behind Chicago, who's been kind of around sub five hundred yeah. all year. But now with Levert there, it's really good to see him yeah. there. They haven't really been able to figure it out. And I thought this was a team that was gonna finish at least sixth place. That was my prediction for them. And now they're fallen off a little bit, and we'll see if they can figure it out right now. And It's just been very inconsistent recently. Yeah,
1: I mean, I can't see them not at least being in a play-in game, but it's, you know, they go from 5th to now they're all the way, or I think they were 4th at one point, and now they're all the way down 10th, so they've kind of fallen off here. Hopefully they can figure it out. Shout out to carousel vert for yep. coming off cancer in, like, what seems like, what, two months? Something like that? Yeah, if that. So it's crazy. good for him, but yeah, hopefully yeah. they can figure it I out. Mean,
0: if you look at the this roster they have, if you look at the lineup, it's Brogdon, it's Lavert, Warren when he's back and yeah. healthy thinks he's been able with a foot injury all year. Um, Sabonis, so Miles Turner, whose yeah. name's been on the trade block for good reason because he's the best shot blocker in the NBA. Yeah. Um, you got McCom- uh, McConnell, McConnell off the bench, yeah. You got McDermott. You got Jeremy Lamb there. Yeah, you've got decent pieces, decent depth. You can go eight deep with this team and still be solid, but it's just a matter of consistency now. And I think they're just learning how to play with each other with Lillard in the in now. So yeah, Um, that's really I'm not really gonna talk about the Cavs, Wizards, Magic or Pistons. They're just a mess. Magic have lost nine straight by the way, which I had no clue. Yeah, that I of, actually
1: had no idea either, but that makes sense because they have not won in
0: a long time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to talk about them. Um, I'm going to say I called this, but Utah slowed down a little bit. Yeah. I kind of knew they would. They were 29-11 now, something yeah. like that. They're 5-5 five and five in the last 10, so yeah. it's not really slowing down. but They're m- still at the top of the league. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lakers have been playing a lot better recently without AD. Mm-hmm. LeBron is just putting up. Insane numbers every single night. The dude does not age a single day. He is Yeah. LeBron doing LeBron things. Yeah. It is what it is. The one thing I want to talk about though a little more is the Clippers. They have been something else and in, in a negative way.
1: Yeah, they suck right now.
0: Kawhi Leonard's not doing load management, so you'd think, Hey, they should be doing a lot better. Paul George is putting up very good numbers. He's shooting like 50% from three. And looking at him and PG's numbers, you'd think, hey, this team's probably top two, top three Mm -hmm. in the conference. They're barely in fourth right now. They're about a game away from being potentially in sixth place in the conference. And that's because no one else is playing good around them. No one else is producing. Reggie Jackson, inconsistent. Lou Williams, inconsistent you don't even know what you're going to get from him. You can get 2 points, you can get 20 points. There's no in between. Yeah. Zubak, he's kind of a natural big man who just catches the ball and dunks. He doesn't really give you anything else besides that. Um, Batum, he was a decent pickup, but he can only do so much with a guy like Batum. Yeah, They're not re- they're not that dynamic of a team. It's just Kawhi. it's literally just Kawhi and Paul George there and everyone else.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I don't really know what to say about the Clippers. It's uh it has not been the storybook season that they want. If you ask Skip Bayless, they're still going to the finals though. Yeah. Um <laughs> skip full
0: bullshit that till they are literally eliminated. And then when they're on the brink they'll be like, Oh yeah, it's over. They're over. Yeah. This. yeah. Um yeah, I, I don't know. They
1: just... I mean, this team's not going to change this year, most likely. Maybe they'll try to pick somebody up, but they just are going to have to do
0: as much as they can to see what they can do this year with this squad. I've heard rumors of potentially them going for Lonzo Ball at the trade deadline to get him a legitimate A point playmaker. Guard, which, interesting. How much do they have to give up, though, is... The other question. I think
1: Lou Williams goes for sure.
0: Probably something else. I don't know if Lou Williams goes because that Pelicans team needs defense. True. And Lou Williams is not the guy that's going to give him defense. But they need a shooter. (laughs) They got J.J. Redick off the bench already. They got Josh Hart already. That's true. So Lou Williams is not the answer over in New Orleans. I don't, I don't know what the answer is because I don't know why they would trade Lonzo anyways. Because who's your backup, Bledsoe? Bledsoe. He's just a worse. He's worse shooting than Lonzo Ball, and that's saying something. Yeah. And I don't. I never. I didn't really like the Bledsoe pickup in the first place in New Orleans. But I know he was a part of that trade. Mm-hmm. Adams, I thought was a great pickup, but he hasn't done much. He's not really, really in the, the offense. It's just Zion. Yeah, it's just the system doesn't fit Stephen Adams very well at all. It's Zion, Ingram, a bit of Lonzo Ball, and everybody else. Shout out to Zion, though. He's been incredible this year. He's yeah. shooting 60% yeah. from the field. He's not taking any games off. He's off a of minutes restriction. He's putting up big numbers. He's but...
1: not. Uh, it seems like he's not quite defensively what we thought he might be yet, but, I mean, offensively he's unstoppable. The rest of the team just... I don't know, There's. it just seems like maybe something's off with the system. I don't want to blame Stan Van Gundy or anything, but... No,
0: I don't... Like, they're the top offensive rebounding team. No surprise there with yeah. Adams and Williamson. They're the third worst free-throw shooting team, again. That's not, not really, really surprising. You, yes, you have Ingram there, but you also has Zion. JJ Reddick, Adams.
1: Adams can't shoot free throws. Bledsoe. Zion can't shoot free throws. Lonzo can't shoot free throws. Bledsoe is not Bledsoe's not a... Bledsoe's not a free-throw shooter.
0: So... Their defensive reign is third worst, which again is for that team is very surprising. Yeah, I uh, like a Stan Van Gundy team is usually very defensively sound. Yeah, and when you have a guy like Adams and Zion, who you think can hold it down, and yeah. but That's... and then you have Lonzo and Bledsoe on the perimeter. Yeah, you think they can hold it down, and they're the third worst defense. So yeah, I just, just I, I really don't know what's
1: wrong with New Orleans this year. And with like, all, I
0: really don't. And with all that being said, they're eleventh yeah. in the conference. They're three games back of uh Memphis, who yeah. I have no fucking clue how they're winning games with that team. Um obviously Morant's a motherfucker. Yeah.
1: Morant is good at
0: basketball. J V, shout out Alan Junius. <laughs> he's been he's one sauce. I think he's top five rebounder this year. And he's always been a very underrated player in my opinion, but I was sad when they traded him. Yeah. But I, I understood why they did it. And I just yeah. wish you had him now. No knowing what we have. Aaron Baines. Bad news, Baines. <laughs> um, Denver has figured it out. Eight of sure? 10. Yeah. They're back in fifth. Um, Portland, the, CJ's back. Nurkic still waiting on him. Yeah. But, Portland's like right around where I imagine somewhere in that five yeah. to eight range in the, I had them in the fifth spot, I yeah. think. Yeah. I had them in the fifth spot. Um, Dallas is more consistent now. Doncic is just putting up oh, monster man. games. He's back in the MVP race. Yeah, Probably won't win, but... No, I think right now it's probably
1: like... Honestly, probably Jokic, Dame... Yeah,
0: Dame. Is. Giannis,
1: LeBron,
0: and then maybe Doncic. Did you see that comeback the other night with Dame? They're down 17 with five minutes left against the Pelicans. Yeah. God forbid... Did he score like twenty something in that quarter? In the yeah, fourth quarter, he went to town. He was eighteen of eighteen from the line. He is when it's five minutes or less. That's damn that, time. He's the best clutch shooter in the NBA. There's not even close. Touching not. my
1: touching my wrist
0: for everyone yeah. listening. <laughs> uh, damn time. It's damn time. I want a NBA title with Damian Lillard. On 2K14 yeah. with LA12, <laughs> LA Batum, Wesley Matthews, Robin Jeez. Lopez, McCom was a 6th man Mo Williams, that team, oh and Thomas Robinson too, forgot about him, <laughs> he was a bust in Former 5th overall pick. <laughs> Out of Kansas nonetheless, yeah. um, just Close. looking at it. Phoenix, Phoenix is
1: quietly 3rd place, like super quietly. Like yeah. shockingly quietly.
0: Well, they had that big run. Yeah. Right before the, uh, right before the All Star break, and they're still maintaining their consistency. Yeah. It'll just be a question of where they finish and what Who is their expectation. And, yeah. yeah. It's gonna come down to that. The Spurs keep winning. I don't fucking know how. Aldridge isn't even playing anymore. DeRozan like, hasn't been playing. Magic. DeRozan hasn't been playing because yeah. he's been. Dealing with his father's passing and they're still finding a way to pull games out of their asses. And Daddy Greg is coming up with the schemes. He's going to the Fountain of Youth yeah. clearly. Good for the Spurs man because we oh, shit, shit on them all the time and we're like how the fuck are they doing this? We have no clue. Um, Golden State big scare with Curry. Yeah. Big scare. Thankfully, it's just a day-to-day injury. Yeah, Fell in his tailbone, but hopefully he's okay. Um, Wiseman. Every time I watch Wiseman, I'm like, this guy has so much potential, but he's only 19. And yeah. he looks like... He looks so timid out there. He he's, looks-
1: he's inconsistent right now. He has these moments where he looks really good and then moments where he just kind of disappears. But again, he's 19. So it's hard to judge him off that right now. I think that... He fits really well with the Warriors And I think that he's going to have a really good career But it's only his first year He's having a up and down start
0: Yeah That's the definition of up and down From his debut who he did really good yeah. Against Brooklyn and now he's He's uh, He's isolating Because he was part of contact tracing And yeah. then he also had a situation After the all-star break where he said He forgot quote-unquote to Take his COVID tests and he missed a couple games as a result, so... Yeah. Yeah, a little immaturity, yeah. for sure. But, yeah, he said he's 19. And hopefully he figures it out. We both like Wiseman a lot. Yeah, I like Wiseman. It's Chris Bosh 2.0. Yeah. Uh, Do we really want to talk about the Rockets? I mean, they're, what, 19 in a row or something like that now? Yeah, 18 in a row. What is back, though, yeah. which is a good sign, but... That team is still ass cheeks. Yeah, no no wall, no wood. Couldn't win anything.
1: Yeah, and now it's with no um, Gordon. Yeah, no for Gordon while. as well. I mean, this team's just been an absolute mess from the start of this year to this point now, so... Yeah. Yeah,
0: they're just going to keep losing games. Maybe they're going to get a high pick. Yeah, be a top three pick. Yeah. Shows maybe how valuable Harden really was to that team. Yeah. Look, shows how much we know. And Mike D'Antoni. Yeah. Um... We wrap it up there for the end of the week? Yeah, we can probably wrap it up there if we got nothing else to talk about. I think we'll wrap it up there for this week. Um, it's going to be a fun second half of the NBA season. We kind of know who the contenders are, but now with all these new teams like Atlanta, New York, Charlotte, Phoenix, uh, San Antonio, Memphis even to Chicago, all these new teams that I haven't seen the playoffs in a while. Might actually get to see them around and see what they're all about. And I'm very excited to see what happens here in the second half of the season. You got any predictions for second half here? Any bull predictions?
1: Poll predictions. Hmm. That's a good question.
0: For me, I think Utah falls off. And I think Utah is a first round exit. That's my poll prediction.
1: That's a fair bull prediction. I'm going to go with... I think... Dallas is going to be like really, really good for the rest of the year, I think. I think they're finally figuring it out and they're only going to get better from here. Guess who and Dallas would,
0: they can make a big run. Guess who Dallas would play round one right now? I think they're in eighth, aren't they? So they would play Utah. <laughs> Utah. <laughs> give me Dallas, give me Luka Magic yeah. all day, every single day.
1: Yeah, I think that Dallas could make a run. I think they could get themselves potentially all the way up to like 5-4 seeds still. And I think that they could be a very tough out in the playoffs
0: because Luka can do Luka things. Mm-hmm. Another bold prediction I have for the deadline is I think Vucevic is going to get traded to a team like the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> That, that's a bull prediction. Is it going to happen? No chance, but that's my bull prediction at yeah, this point. Yeah, can Brooklyn even trade at this point. Bunch of f- future first-round picks. I have no freaking clue. I've traded everybody. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, let's wrap it up there for the week. Till next week or whenever we're back, have a good one. Bye.